Unstoppable Success Radio, episode 191. I'm Kelly Roach, and you are listening to Unstoppable Success Radio, the podcast for achievers, believers, dreamers, and doers who want to build a profitable, sustainable business around a life of purpose, fulfillment, freedom, and family. Now let's get down to business. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio. I am your host, Kelly Roach, and I am thrilled and honored to have with me here today, Bruce Van Horn. Bruce, welcome to the show. Hey, Kelly. How are you today? So excited to have you here. We've been following each other online for quite a while, and so it's exciting to finally get to connect. I know. Definitely. So let me tell our audience a little bit about you, and then we're going to dive into a great dialogue that is going to touch a lot of hearts and make a difference for a lot of people today. Here we go. Bruce is a best-selling author. He's a speaker, a thought leader, a transformational life coach, business and leadership coach, marathon runner, and cancer conqueror. Respected for his insight, Bruce also hosts the Life is a Marathon podcast and has listeners in over 195 countries around the world. Bruce is passionate about sharing his life experiences and respected insight to help people overcome their negative thinking and limiting beliefs to develop a winning mindset, which I believe is the source of all success. It is the and it's, source. It's, uh, yes, it is the source of everything. So that's why I was uh, really excited to get you on here today, Bruce. Uh, um, Bruce loves coaching people to become their fullest expression of who they were created to be. He lives in Richmond, Virginia. So Bruce, we have so much to talk about. Thanks for coming on today. Oh, uh, my pleasure. Let's rock this. Let's do it. So, you know, here's the thing. We all struggle with limiting beliefs. They run us. And if we don't work on them and overcome them and eliminate them, you know, definitely they will stand in the way of us getting to our goals. And given that it's Unstoppable Success Radio, I'm hoping you can school us today, Bruce, on how to, number one, identify our limiting beliefs, and then number two, what do we do about it? How do we overcome them? How do we break through a cycle that we've been stuck in for weeks or months or maybe years or even a lifetime? Yeah, you know, we we could spend hours and hours talking about it, but I I will try to, to boil it down to the to the more salient points. You know, the uh, there there is a lot of talk out there um, about law of attraction and thoughts become things. And that's sort of taken on this sort of woo-woo, esoteric, metaphysical thing. Um, but it's literal. It is real. It's physical. And it's very practical in our lives. Thoughts become things. Absolutely everything that exists in this world, and including Skype that we're communicating on right now, started as a thought. You know, the light bulbs that you know, light our houses, start as, as thoughts. And then, you know, the, the things that we chose to wear this morning, we thought about it before we put it on. The things that we say to our staff members, our kids, our spouse, our neighbors, thought goes into all of those things. And, you know, we wind up telling ourselves a story. And we often don't realize that our story very often does not serve us well. And, but it's, it's become the story that we have been telling since we were old enough to, to know a story. Our, our parents told us things about what we could or couldn't be, should or shouldn't do. And we, we carry those things with us. And then we have life experiences. You know, we, we have relationships that, that end. We have school subjects that we don't excel at. And then we, so we start to tell ourselves 
different kinds of stories about what the future will be like based on our experiences of the past or even other people's experiences of the past. And so I think the the biggest thing to be aware of is awareness of our thoughts and the story that we tell. And if you'll sort of dissociate from yourself for a little bit while you're having a conversation or play back a conversation that you have related about related to business, related to, you know, well, pretty much anything. And just listen to what it is that you said and start to break it down as to, okay, how much of that was really true? And how much of it was motivating, how much of it was empowering, how much of it will produce profit in our lives and our businesses, how much of it will encourage people, or how much of it is set against those things, how much of it will hold us back, will hold others back. So that's really the, the biggest piece of it is, first of all, just being aware of how powerful our thoughts, which convert into our our words and our behaviors, how powerful those really are, especially in business. People often don't realize it's not just the marketing departments who have to come up with fancy words. Words equal money, right? Oh, absolutely. No doubt about it. Yeah. You know, and there's and, energy and there's an energy in everything too. Absolutely. And I think we can't underestimate that the thought translates into the energy and and the energy determines the outcome two people could say the same thing with a different energy and oh, achieve totally. exactly the opposite result right totally totally so let me ask you this bruce so you know you said step one is awareness so just you know getting present with what our cycles of thought are and, and really yes. recognizing in which direction our thoughts are going and, and where the foundation of kind of the focus of our thoughts is. So we get that. So that's step one. And, you know, I think a big question that a lot of our listeners probably have is once you realize you're having these negative thoughts, how do you begin to how do you begin to shift your thoughts in a genuine, sincere way, right? So I think the thing that's hard for people sometimes is bridging the gap between how they're feeling and the thought that associates with that feeling right now versus the thought process and energy that they know they need to have, right, to get the result that they want. But how do they bridge the gap and do it in a genuine, authentic way if they're not 100% believing it yet or feeling it yet? Do you understand what I'm saying when you're trying to come out of maybe a negative place or a place that you know is not serving you? Yeah. They, well, I had to go through this process myself. And, and that's why you know, I, I speak so passionately about it because it's where I was. You know, when I was 42, I'm 53 years old now. And so 11 years ago, I was at a place in my life where I, I was seriously looking at bridge overpasses. I was so upset and despondent with my life. And I had come to that place through difficulty after difficulty and failure after failure. And then I, I started, I, I was Mr. Negative. It, it's kind of crazy now for people to uh, to see me. I often get introduced wherever I'm speaking or on other podcasts as one of the most optimistic, you know, encouraging people they've ever met. And then I say, yeah, but, you know, there wasn't a, it wasn't that long ago where most of my friends called me Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. I was Mr. Doom and Gloom, nothing ever was going to go right in my life. But I made a shift. 
And what I wound up doing was instead of criticizing myself and criticizing other people, I actually did this. You know, we won't go through the whole story, but there's a reason my, my show is called Life is a Marathon and I don't talk about marathon running. It's more the metaphor. However, training for my very first ma marathon saved my life and totally changed my life because I had to, you can't run a marathon with a negative self-talk because as soon as your mind says, you know what, this, yes. is, this is stupid. Your feet say, hallelujah, I've been telling you that. Yes. Let's, the couch was so much more fun. You know, so you've got to, you've got to stop criticizing yourself. You've got to stop um, painting all of the ways where this is not going to work. And, and you literally have to start coaching yourself. And so where I used to, if I said something, um, you know, maybe I snapped at an employee or, or at my boss, you know, who, whoever it was, or at my kids or at my wife. And it's, oh, Bruce, you're such an idiot. I can't believe you, you blew that again. Well, that's criticism. That's just heaping more, more fuel onto the fire of negativism. And so it was really just catching myself. She's saying, you know what? I don't want to be that person anymore. I don't want to be the downer. I don't want to be the one who sees the glass as always half empty. And so I would, instead of criticizing myself, I'd say, okay, next time, and there's going to be a next time, how about you approach it this way? And so I would, I would role play myself. How would I have rather done it? I would very often go back and say, you know what? I'm sorry. And I never apologized for anything, Kelly. <laughs> you know, I just never did. So I, I apologize so much these days. That, you know, I, I, I ask for forgiveness and I say thank you more. Those are probably the, the two most popular phrases that come out of my mouth is I'm sorry and thank you. Um, but it was, really, it was really that process of just catching ourselves and realizing what is, what is the desired outcome for, for or what it is that I want to feel instead of what I'm feeling right now. What do I, what, a, what outcome do I want to produce from the words, from the, the thoughts, the behaviors? And thinking with that goal in mind, then restoring the, the process to, to get the result that I want. Love so, that. yeah, so go ahead and interrupt me or I'll just ramble. No, no, I think that's that's great. That's amazing. It, it kind of what it brought to mind for me a, a question that I started asking myself was, who do I have to be to change what I'm currently experiencing? Who do I have to be to get the result that I want? Um, and you know, I think that our tendency is is always to kind of look outside of ourselves when in reality, oh, if we can if we can begin challenging ourselves to say, who do I need to be to yeah. be the kind of person that can feel this instead of that? Or that you can it, nailed it. Right? Yeah. And, and that's exactly what I discovered. I had this epiphany when I was out running during, during the training for my first marathon that I, I literally had transformed my body from that of a couch potato to a marathon runner. And I had this, this sudden awareness that I had done it through an internal process, not an external process. I, I can hire the kid next door to cut my grass when I don't feel like it, but you can't outsource marathon training. Yes. I, I had spent all of my life looking for external validation. I, you know, I did everything. I, I was an overachiever and I did really well at times in my business but I was doing it 
because all I really wanted was praise. I wanted people telling me how awesome I was. I wanted people telling me that I was great at something because deep down inside, I didn't feel it. And so I, w- I was looking for everything outside of that. I was, I was the classic person who was looking for his dreams to come true. And what I became aware of is that my dreams aren't going to come true until I become the man who can make them come true. I can't wear those shoes until I grow into the person who fits those shoes. So it's a totally inside out process of becoming the person who can achieve the types of results that we talk about. It, it, it's such a growth and evolution and it's tough. You know, I, I think the hardest work that you ever do in your life is the work on yourself, mm-hmm. you know, being honest with yourself, oh, yeah. right? And and being willing to, I, I actually, it's funny because it, it's very timely. I recorded a solo episode this morning and I was talking about, you know, having the courage to seek the truth, yes. you know, about yourself, especially, which is the hardest, you know, and, and soliciting that and surrounding yourself with people that will be truthful with you which can sometimes be very painful and takes a lot of courage, but it's the only way that you can ultimately, as you just said, Bruce, grow into the man that's capable of achieving the dream versus right. hoping the dream will happen to you being powerful enough to create it. Right. What are some maybe exercises or mantras or kind of uh, rituals that will help people to understand those limiting beliefs. We talked about awareness already, but really begin to change their mindset, their outlook, their way of being so that they can start to create a change, a different result, a different way of being. Yeah, I do something and I started at about the same time I started marathon training simply because I I heard somebody recommend it and I went into it just thinking there's no way this is going to work. And I started doing the, a routine. I started doing something every morning and every evening. In the morning, you know, you've heard a bunch of people talk about it, but it really works. I started journaling, but the, the key focus of my journaling in the morning is gratitude. I keep a gratitude journal. And, you know, I don't write paragraphs. A lot of times it's just a bullet point. You know, this morning, right in this moment, I'm thankful for And I list five things for which I'm thankful for right now. It could just be the cup of coffee I'm drinking or the bowl of cereal or the cat rubbing up against my leg, whatever it is, you know, and, but I, I try to think about what would I, and there, there went my cat just meowing at me. She must've been clairvoyant and heard me mention her name. Um, I think about how would I feel if these things in my life disappeared or they or they were taken away from me. I've lost a lot in my life. I've also lost a daughter in the process. And so even like a cup of coffee, you might think, well, you know, big deal, a cup of coffee. Well, what about if there were no co- there was no coffee in the world? How would you feel? And that, that cultivates a sense of gratitude for what you have. And gratitude is such a powerful, attractive, and creative force. You don't realize it. After, when I first started doing it, I... I went into it totally insincere. I was just going through the motions. But after about 30 days of writing a gratitude journal, it really did shift my entire mindset from one of just entitlement. You know, I'm just entitled to a cup of coffee. Why should I be thankful for it? You know, 
to one of real gratitude and appreciation. And it opened up for me, it opened up the pores. It activated that part of your brain, the reticular activating system, where throughout the day I started looking for things for which to be grateful. So I'm always recommend people start with gratitude and gratitude in advance too. If there's something that you want, really feeling thankful for it as if you already have it is also a very practical, powerful, creative process. The other piece, which I, I just, I've been doing this for a while, but I just heard a really fascinating story about it. In the evenings, I think about what happened for, during the day and I record my wins. I don't, I don't write down anything that went bad during the day. It doesn't mean I ignore them or you know, sweep them under the rug, but I, I focus all of my thoughts on what went well. What pieces of the day? Because very often, Kelly, man, how many times have you, you come home you're, or you're, you're just about to go to bed and you're thinking to yourself, you know what? Today was just a crappy day. And the reality of it was there was probably 20 minutes of the day that was crappy, but you carried it with you all day mm-hmm. through, through the form of a story. It might have been an argument that you had with somebody, um, you know, but you carried that with you all day long. But if you focus on the things that went well, then again, you wind up, and, and I do this at, at night because I go to bed with those thoughts of what went well. And again, it gives me things to be paying attention to throughout my day that I know I'm going to write about tonight. What, you know, what am I going to write down in this? Now, I heard a really interesting story recently about um, the, the owner of the Levi Jean Company. When Levi's was thinking about spreading into an international market into Japan, he, he had no idea about whether or not he would be able to be successful in that marketplace. But there was a book he kept on his desk every single day. And when he started to really doubt whether or not he had what it took to expand his business into the Japanese market, he took that book out and he started reading through it again. And he had read this book hundreds of times. And when he finished reading this book again, he knew beyond the shadow of a doubt that he would be able to open that market. And the book was his journal in which he recorded his wins. If we, we tend to focus, we, we get more. There's the simple law of expansion that says what you focus on increases. So if you focus on your failures, if you focus on the disappointments, if you focus on who hurts you, um, then you're, you're just going to get more of that. But if you focus on where you're strong, look at how far you and I have come in our lives. And I don't mean to say that you and I are hugely successful, but at some point, you and I didn't know how to read or write. That's huge, right? There was a point that you and I didn't know how to ride bikes or, you know, do simple math, you know, or learn a subject. You know, we've gotten through so many things to become adults. Why would we not be able to conquer the next thing that's in front of us? So we set those, we, we, we don't look back at the successes. We just look forward so often and say, you know what? I have no idea how I'm going to be able to accomplish that. So what's the point in even trying? Mm -hmm. 
You know, my kids, when they fell down for the third time, when they were learning how to walk, they didn't say, eh, screw it. I guess it's, right. just not, it, it, it's just not meant to be, you know, right. walk, walking, you know, if, if God wanted that to happen, it would happen by now. No, <laughs> right? Exactly. Exactly. So what are your, some of your favorite ways or your favorite um, strategies for helping your students to focus on the principle, which we all know to be true, which is, you know, what you focus on expands, right? Like we know that to be true. Um, What are some of the most powerful things that you teach and that you do to help people begin to start seeing results from that in their lives? Well, in my experience personally and in having worked with so many different business owners, since we're, we're talking about business specifically on, on your show, but, but it applies to life. When I, when I was at my lowest point in my life at 42 years old and was thinking about ending my life, it was because I had given up hope. And we, we are hope-shaped creatures, which means the, the hope that we have for the future directly impacts the decisions we make and the behaviors, the actions that we take today. So when we don't have an exciting vision for what we want to become, it directly affects us today. So what I've encountered in so many businesses and the reason that so many businesses are struggling is because they don't have a really big, exciting vision for what this business can become, the impact that it can have on the lives of millions of people, let alone the lives of the employees who work in the business and the community, how their products, services, or messages can literally change the the lives of people. I mean, it could be as simple as, you know what, your apple peeler makes the peeling of apples easier. You're adding value to the life of it. You know, and so let's expand our vision for for the business. We as adults have had literally dreaming domesticated out of us. And so we don't we we need to really um, nurture our creative energies and and spend some time just daydreaming about who it is we want to become what it is we want to achieve, where we want to go, and then set about becoming the person who can run that business and incorporate that type of leadership. And certainly if you're a business owner, your number one job as the owner or a leader in your business is to talk about the vision. Where are we going? Why are we going there? Why should you be excited to work for this company to to head off in the direction that we're heading in? I love Simon Sinek says that vision is the ability to talk about the future with such clarity. It's as if you're talking about the past. And I think that's what's missing. It was what was missing in my life. And so as I started to turn my life around and realize that I can get out of this muck that I've been in up to this point in my life and actually make changes and turn things around and get excited about who and what it is I can become, the things I can do, you know, the, the sky's the limit. 
Beautiful. I love it. I love it. So you've had quite the journey of overcoming cancer and, and fighting back from hopelessness and, you know, really, you know, being at the bottom to being all the way at the top. What would be some kind of parting piece of advice for our listeners that are maybe facing some hardships, whether it's personally or professionally right now and are trying to find their way back again? Yeah. Perspective is is the biggest thing that I've been able to to gain that knowing you know the difficulties uh, again I, I will often ask people to to write down and, and spend some serious time thinking about all of the hardships in their lives and I know that sounds a little bit contradictory to what I just said about uh, how what we focus on expands but but I, I get you to do that and then ask the question how has having had those experiences make me a better person? Am I wiser? Am I stronger? Am I more loving? Am I more compassionate? Do I now know what I don't ever want to do again? I mean, if nothing else, you've gained some wisdom. But there is, in the midst of every tragedy, every hardship, I'm, I'm also a two-time bankruptcy filer. Um, you know, so I, I've just blown it so many times financially, but I wouldn't go back and change a thing because I, you know, all of those things make me who I am. And I remember very clearly when I got my cancer diagnosis, having to, cause I'm a single dad and I, I have full custody of two boys who are about to be 20 and 14. And so this was three years ago. Um, they were 17 and what, 11 at that point. And I got the diagnosis and I, it knocked me on my butt for a couple of days, but then I sat them down. I said, boys, there's two ways we can go through this. We can give up or we can assume that this is meant to grow us instead of punish us. And so if you can at least have the perspective, I'm not saying that it's not painful I would never wish on another human being some of the things that I've had to experience in my life. But if while you're going through them, you can at least have the perspective that this, this isn't punishment for some past sin. It may, be, it may have been the result of, of a decision that you know, wasn't the, perhaps the wisest decision. However, it can make you a wiser and better person. It can make you a stronger person. And this experience that you're going through has purpose and meaning. You might not know it right now, but if you will be at least open to the idea that as you go through it, the meaning and the purpose will become clear. And you also have some control over, over the purpose, mm-hmm. deciding what it is. I mean, that's, that's a lot of it. You know, I, you know, we, we get to decide a lot of what the purpose is. And so if you decide in advance, you know, this is hard. There's nothing fun about this, but we are indeed going to get through this and it will make me a better person. That's 90% of the battle right there. Yeah, definitely. I love that. I think that's a great note to end on. You know, what you go through will make you stronger. What can you learn from it? What can you take from it versus letting it be what stands in your way? So amazing. And that's your choice. Yes. And it is. We own it. We choose it. Definitely. Yep. That's such good feedback, Bruce. Um, I'm sure there's people that want to connect with you, want to learn more about you, what you do, where you're at. What is the best way to connect? Or is there any specific resource that you'd like to have people that are listening today check out? 
Well, sure. The easiest place to be in touch with me is at my website, brucevanhorn.com. And you can, you know, you can engage with me there. There's links to all of my social media. I'm on Twitter and Instagram and LinkedIn. And, you know, so would, I love interacting with people. I love answering questions. So you can, you can write to me. Um, would love anybody who's interested in, in trying to handle stress and worry and gain a new perspective on their lives. I'd love for them to read my book, Worry No More, um, which has been, you know, I, I think it's, you know, the, the feedback that I get from people who have re- read it and the, the changes that it's making in lives all over the world is a truly amazing and humbling thing. So all, all of the links to that are at brucevanhorn.com. And, and I appreciate you, Kelly, and you know, all of the support you have been through the years of, you know, sharing my content through social media and encouraging me. So I, I really appreciate you and this opportunity to, to speak with your audience. Oh, absolutely. It was a pleasure having you on the show, and I'm sure you touched a lot of hearts and, and gave some great uh, go-forward strategies and insights I hope for people. So. so, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Bruce. My pleasure. All Let's right. do this again. Absolutely. So to all the listeners of Unstoppable Success Radio, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for sharing your earbuds with me for just a couple minutes here. If you know three people that could benefit from the great advice and guidance insights that Bruce just shared, get this episode to someone you know who needs it. Sharing is absolutely caring. And until next time, I want to remind you to dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to Unstoppable Success Radio. And if you're not already a member of my private email community, I want you to text the word IGNITE to 44222. Text the word IGNITE to 44222 to get all the resources, trainings, swipe files, and tips I only share there. If you're not already a member, all you have to do is text IGNITE to 44222 to get in on all the action. Thanks so much.